Offshore investing always raises a lot of questions. How much, where, and in what? Find out why the most important question you can start with is what do you want to accomplish? And it's a great pleasure to welcome Peter Kempen, who's head of retail distribution at Coronation, to help us think about how we should be approaching these questions in particular. Evening, Peter. Evening, Michael. Where does one actually start, Peter? Well, once investors realize the importance and the benefits of offshore investing, the most common question that we get is, how much should I have offshore? And there's no silver bullet here, as each investor's situation is different. So the starting point should be to ask, what do they actually want to achieve? Or in other words, what are the goals that they are actually investing for? Well, that's all good and well, but there are many investors who may not be entirely sure what it is they want to achieve. Uh, Quite right, Michael, and it's often best to address this question when drawing up a more comprehensive overall financial plan with a qualified financial advisor, but we can provide some general guidelines. So as a starting point, all long-term investors can benefit from offshore exposure within their portfolios, and the minimum suggested strategic allocation is 20%. So for those investors that need to fund an income from their investments, which would be your retirees, pensioners, uh, they need to be wary of having too much offshore exposure due to the volatility of the currency. And so they should probably not have more than 35% offshore exposure in their portfolios. Okay, so minimum 20% and keep the level of offshore exposure moderate if you're drawing an income. When would investors go above that 35% threshold? Well, for wealthier investors, there's much more scope for offshore exposure in their portfolios. But again, depending on their individual objectives and risk tolerance. So let's unpack that a bit then. What's the difference between investing in RAND-denominated funds or investing directly offshore? Okay, well, let's start with the RAND-denominated funds. So when investing in RAND-denominated funds, it means you're essentially buying a locally domiciled unit trust, which provides you with exposure to offshore assets. And the level of offshore exposure depends on the mandate of the fund. As an investor in RAND-denominated funds, you're using the foreign investment allowance of the Unitrust manager. So no approval is required and there's no limit to the amount that the investor can invest. The second option is direct offshore investment in a foreign currency. How does that work? When investing directly offshore, it means that you're taking your RANDs and first converting them into offshore currency, which is then used to buy unit trusts that are actually domiciled offshore. So to do this, individuals use their offshore investment allowances, which is up to a maximum of 11 million per year, of which 1 million is discretionary and the remaining 10 million requires approval. So an important advantage of investing directly offshore is what we call jurisdictional diversification, because your investment is no longer in SA. How do you know if you actually need to invest in rands or in a foreign currency? Is there a golden rule or rule of thumb here? Well, once again, there's no right or wrong answer, and each investor's personal financial needs and objectives need to be taken into account. But there are some basic questions that investors can ask themselves, like where do they want to spend their investment in future? So investing in RAND-denominated funds is slightly simpler than investing directly offshore, but there may be various reasons why being able to access the funds in foreign currency is a lot more attractive. So, for example, investors who have children that are going to end up studying internationally, or investors who may end up emigrating or living abroad themselves one day, or where children are already living abroad, it might make more sense for them to inherit the assets that are already offshore. And even if uh, investors just know that they're going to need money to spend uh, offshore, like holidays or whatever the case may be. So regardless of the option that an investor selects, the most important thing is just to ensure that they have offshore exposure in their investment portfolios in the first place. So once you as an investor have decided to invest offshore, what are the amounts that we're talking about when investing in rands or in foreign currency? 
the RAND denominated funds generally have much lower minimums than the direct offshore funds, as well as the added benefit of being able to run a regular debit order. So the minimum lump sum into our funds is 5,000 RAND with a minimum monthly debit order of 500 RAND. And this is often a great starting point which allows investors to build up their capital before investing directly offshore in one of the foreign currency denominated funds where the minimum is $15,000. And I do find that, as in anything in life, the more you do it rather than just reading about it or talking about it, the more familiar you become with it and uh, it opens up that world that can seem rather daunting for investors um, at the outset. Peter, can you just sum it all up for us? Firstly, investors should always have offshore exposure in their portfolios and the level of exposure will vary depending on their individual financial goals and objectives. Secondly, when deciding between the RAND-denominated and direct offshore investments, it's important to be guided by personal circumstances, like where the funds are going to be needed in the future. And then the last point that I think it's important to debunk the myth that investing offshore is complicated. The process of investing in either the RAND-denominated or direct offshore funds is very similar and has been simplified over the years to allow easier access for investors. Well, there you have it. Peter Kempen, Head of Retail Distribution at Coronation. Invest offshore with Coronation to access unique international investment opportunities as well as 25 years of offshore investment expertise. The world is yours. Just ask your financial advisor or search Coronation Offshore. Coronation. Trust is earned. Coronation is a registered FSP.